Welcome to a special edition of Mom and Dad are Talking. Tonight we are talking about our top 10 WTF moments of Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 3. Man, this episode had everybody excited. And I'm telling you, it did not let you down. And all of the hype, I think it's worth it. What do you think? Yeah, I'm. You know, I've been a huge Game of Thrones fan since forever, and I, I, I love this episode. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing about it is, I'll be honest. I have to throw it out there. I'm an individual that started loving the series very late, and I actually watched all seven seasons over the Christmas holiday, and I got hooked. So now I'm all into it. So, but I'm excited to talk about these top ten what WTS, right? Mm-hmm. So what we got? Or what are we gonna do? We're gonna start with number ten and work our way down to number one, which would be our top one. So, okay. So the first one we have is Bran having a human moment. A human moment. That was crazy to me because if. You know, we if we've seen Bran ever since he became what the Raven is—that's what he's called. The three-eyed Raven. The three-eyed Raven. He isn't Brandon anymore, and there's been like several occasions where, when he reunited with his family and they were hugging him, they were excited to see him, and he was there, but he wasn't really there because he wasn't present. He just was having the resting brand face yeah he wasn't he was no longer the old him he, he was, was the three-eyed raven he would say i am not brandon stark i am the three-eyed raven yeah so it shocked me in the in the part where he was sitting near that what was the name of that tree the weirwood tree the big tree and he's the bait right so he's the bait for for the night king because remember the night king wants to kill brand because he he has to keep reliving this situation over and over again. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be the Night King. Never asked to be the Night King. So he feels that if he gets Bran, the knower of history, of events past, present, and future, he can get rid of Bran. Yeah. So he's sitting there at the tree, and is the, the people around him, they're protecting him as he continues to be bait. And like you said... There was a very touching moment where... What's the gentleman's name again? What's his name? Theon Greyjoy. Theon, before he realizes he's about to die, he tries to apologize and say, I'm sorry for what I did. And he stopped him. Ran and right. stopped him and said, mm-hmm. you know, you don't you need, don't to, need apologize. to apologize. Basically, everything that you did has led us to this moment and really didn't allow him to have like that human moment to kind of like say, I'm sorry for mm-hmm. what I did. So it shocked me when. Well, he already knew he was sorry. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I guess he already knew. And if you're the three I read and, and you know people's motives, I mean, he's I gonna, guess he's gonna stop him and be like, "Look, that's bro. Let's move on. We're, we're cool. Yeah, like you did all that for a reason. That's why we're here. This is this is important. Yeah, you were supposed to do all that. Yeah, but but he let him have that moment where right before he was about to die, and finally the Night King had reached him. And there was no other troops around him. He said, what did he say to him? Thank you. I Thank fr- you. You're a good man, man Theon. You're a good, good man, man, Theon. And at that moment, that meant a lot to Theon because you could see that him kind of... thing for him. Yeah. You saw him tear up and it was like, thank you for it, the, the forgiveness. The weight was of all of the guilt I guess he had had yeah, for what man, he had done. That, that's a powerful thing when you feel so much guilt about something. And for somebody to be like, it's okay, it's cool. You're a good person. Because that's what we really struggle with. 
when you're doing something terrible or horrible or made a mistake or betrayed someone, you, you always think to yourself, am I a good person? Am I a terrible person? I'm a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And to be absolved of that, that's, that's a huge relief. Yeah. He could die. He could die in peace. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what it was. And I think that him saying that to him gave him that motivation, that extra push to, to, to charge at the, you know, the, the king. And- I mean, his, his story arc is awesome because all throughout the whole, the history of the show, Theon has been trying to prove himself. Yeah. He was kind of stuck between two worlds, being a Greyjoy and being a Stark, mm-hmm. um, you know, and trying also trying to make up for the horrible things that he'd done. He wanted the love and care of his biological father. He was raised by Ned Stark, a good man, but he wanted his great joy family to embrace him and, you know, and love him and to show that, Hey, you know, I'm still ironborn on the inside, Mm -hmm. but really, I mean, he kind of, he kind of wasn't, he was the best of being ironborn and the best and, you know, I wouldn't say the best of being a Stark, but he got there basically. <coughs> he got there. Yeah, that confirmation I think was real big for him. So that I think that that was definitely one of the um, one of the WTF moments, one of the top moments of the of the video. So what's the next one? Arya avoiding the whites in the library inside oh, wow. of Winterfell. Mm. That was horrific. Yeah. I that mean, was, I'm. It, it was. That 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 her running around was probably some of the almost like a horror movie. It was a, like a horror movie. Like I couldn't. I I I have never. I had goosebumps. I was just like, oh my god, these people are raising are raising from the dead, and mm-hmm. she's literally like amongst them, a, like surrounded, dodging them like a cat, like quiet, like, mm-hmm. and they're just coming. You know, it, that was that was so creepy. And then how how crazy is it? That you got your relatives waking up to kill you. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> like, the, that's, the, that's the crazy part about it. I mean, she don't know these people. They died hundreds of years ago, but they still are her relatives. They are Starks, you know? And they looked a lot different than the other whites. I mean, they've mm-hmm. been encapsulated and entombed, and when you're entombed, you look different. Your skin's different. Mm-hmm. You still got hair. I mean, kind of still kind of recognizable. Yeah, and it, and she was able to put her skill sets to to order, and I think that was also, it was it was fascinating too because, over the last couple of seasons before that, once she became a faceless person, we don't see her being scared anymore. No, she, she's like she's super like, confident. Yeah, she's almost like Bran, where she almost lost a part of her humanity a yeah. little bit, and she's like super confident. And just not afraid and almost like has like the supreme confidence that I can almost escape anything. My my skill set is so great. But in that moment, we see all of that fear. Like yeah, she back. we yeah, we see her actually be fearful again when we hadn't seen that from her in quite a long time. So I thought that was really fascinating to see that human element of her yeah, back again. And to her to be and her to be terrified. Mm-hmm. For her to be terrified. Mm-hmm. Like the look of terror that she had, like she forgot who she was for a minute, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that that was that was insane. Yeah, it was a great it was a great. That scene. was a good scene. Um, <coughs> what about the dragons fighting? Number what? What are we on? Number seven? What are we? No, I think we're, we're on, doing top ten, right? Oh, so this would be this would be, be number number eight. Yeah. <laughs> the dragons fighting. All uh, right. Yeah. So I mean. I think everybody could not wait to see 
these dragons fight because once the Night King got one, I was so pissed when he got the damn dragon. <laughs> like, I was just like, you literally get... If they didn't give him the dragon, he doesn't have a way to de- defeat them mm-hmm. and breach the wall. So I'm sitting here like kind of pissed off. Like, you literally just gave your... That's like somebody's robbing you, come in your house and you say, here, this is where my guns are so you can rob me even better. And it just pissed me off that, that he had a dragon, but... I think everybody was waiting to see the what dance, the fight would look like. The dance of dragons. Yeah, what the fight would look like. You know, and, and to me, like, a lot of different things was going through my mind. It was like, would the dragons fight the other dragon? Because it's still, like, almost like their brother. Like, yeah. did the dragons recognize, like, he's no longer one of us? Yeah. But it just was, it was cool to see that fight scene uh, of them actually fighting. And like you said, twirling around in the sky. Even though it was so dark. It was like you were kind of wondering which what dragon was which. On? Like, yeah, because they all <clears throat> they have a little different color, and one is Drogon's the biggest one, but you still couldn't like tell, tell. Which, yeah. which one was which. I thought, and this is just me. Like, Jon Snow is supposed to be a Targaryen, right? Mm-hmm. So he should be. He can ride a dragon. And I kept saying, I know you heard me on the couch. And you were like, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Say it, Jon. Say it." Say it. I kept waiting for him to be like, Jakaris. I wanted him to say it so <laughs> bad. Like, come on, be a be a dragon, be a Targaryen. Yeah. But and I was disappointed by that. I just kept saying, Say it, John. You say that shit. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it was that was that was a real fascinating fight scene. I enjoyed that a lot to seeing the, the dragons um fight do their thing. I definitely enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, but we we talked about this, but Theon going out like a G. Oh, Theon! Yeah, I mean that was um. I mean, I thought that was so amazing, you know, for him to charge and to, and to put up that one last that one last fight. You know, I I think everybody when you're going out, you want to go out and feel respected. Yeah. You know, when you're going out, even if you lose, it's it's almost like even fighting in school. You don't want to die crying. Yeah, it's like even if you lose the fight. You want people to say, you know what? He did put up a good fight. You know what I'm saying? And to to get some respect back for yourself. And I think he was able to do that in that particular situation. And, you know, even though people may miss him and things like that, just to be able to stand up, you know, kind of, you know, repair your legacy, so to speak. Yeah. Because he's the only um, great, well, there's Euron, but we're not going to talk about him. But just to to know... That he, you know, he did what he was supposed to do. And he, did, and he stood up. And he was going to go meet his death. Mm-hmm. Like, he was going to go full force with it and just do it. What was that movie where they say a good death? Die a good death? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, glad, uh, no, 300. Yeah, it's a good death. Today Even is a in good the movie, day to die. Yeah, today is a good day to die. They're like oiling themselves up. Getting right. Getting right. And, and that's what it reminded me of. He was like, man, today is a good day to die. You know? And and he did his thing. So I thought it was is awesome. It, is any day really a good day to die? I mean. I think so. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So that was number seven. Let's go to number six. Where we talk about the Dothraki. Oh, shit. First, first, before we get there, maybe it'll be like a 6.5. Melisandre coming out of nowhere. Yeah. I, 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 hate, I don't want to say I hate her, but I, I really 
dislike her as a person. That I, I can never look at her when she burned that little girl up. Shereen Baratheon. When she burned that I, I, I had no respect for this woman. I couldn't stand her. And then here she comes trotting up. In First of all, where the minute, hell did you, she come from? Where, where the hell you been? Yeah, not only where you been, but how did you even get over there <laughs> with all these whites is over there? They got hundreds of thousands, and here you come sneaking up in the dark and shit um, with your robe on. But yeah, the whole Darth <laughs> Racky thing, you know, her yeah. lighting their swords. F- finally, the Lord of Light do something useful. Yeah, lighting the swords. And I mean, um, not, I mean that all that aside, that did look. It looked cool. It it looked dope from an aesthetic standpoint, and I think it gave people a false sense of hope. You're like, yeah. oh shit, it's about to go down. They about to get because we all know how the Dothraki fight. They they crazy, but you know, I just saw that and I was just like, yes, this let's let's go, let's go. Because the first ten minutes, it's like nobody talking. Yeah, it was nobody talking. I was like, dude, can we get to? The-? I I was a little worried because I feel like Game of Thrones be stretching shit out. And I was like, why they wasted 10 minutes, of 10 to 15 minutes of just nothing happening? I'm like, damn it, if they let this movie in and they wasted that 10 minutes, I was going to be so mad. But, you, you know, I think everything that shocked everybody, the Dothraki, if I'm even pronouncing it right, they're like these awesome fighters. So they go running off into the dark to go fight the Whites and get wiped out. And you can see them one by one. The way they one. shot that was so clever. Crazy. One by one, all of their flames just the lights just going out, and yeah. the war cries just it just gets quieter silent. and quieter and, and quieter. Then here comes Jorah, like uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> uh-uh. yeah. And then you know I was so like that to me that was a waste of your best soldiers, and I just don't understand. And 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 I know I ain't no no scholar when it comes to battling, but why would you send them off over there to basically that was a death mission? That was like a waste mm-hmm. of your soldiers. And it's so dark, you can't see it, and you send them off, and they just got slaughtered. I mean, not even a fight. They were slaughtered just like within this, 20 seconds. Yeah, it was just this wave of, like, whites just... Within 20 seconds. I couldn't <sighs> I couldn't believe that. And I was just like, wow, waste of soldiers. Poor... Like, who, who thought when they were in the war room, sitting over there, chopping it up, coming up with a plan, that sending you know your best do? fighters... Let's send in our best fighters... To fight. In the dark. And then they had maybe, what, a couple of hundred of them? Yeah. And you're going to send a couple of hundred people to fight a couple hundred thousand. Like, that didn't even, and, and in the dark, it, out of the element. The like, I just is like, bro, this don't make no Any sense. sense. Yeah, and, and also, too, it's like, the loss of life. Like, nobody thought to say, you know, maybe nobody came back. You know what? Maybe we need to retreat back into the gates. And do like a hot gate type of thing like they did in 300 where they like do a formation where they only have Let a, a couple. Let a small come through. In and also yeah. Black Panther kind of stuff yeah. too. You know, we you know barely open the like, thing. And, anyway. and, and since we since we talking about, we, I'm getting off top. I ain't going to talk about military strategy. Let's keep going because <laughs> I, I, I feel some kind of way about their whole strategy. Period. And I might talk about it at the, at the end, but let's let's keep the top ten yeah. rolling. Um, so we talked about the Dothraki. Let's talk about little little bear, Leona Marmount. Damn. If she's not the most gangster, young, everything about her is she's just She's a thug. She just boss status. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm low key mad she's dead because I just wanted to see who she would have grew into. Yeah. Like you know she was gonna be a tremendous leader, 
But for her to try to fight the giant. She, I mean, she got hit. She just, she picked up that axe and said, ah, and just charged. And he looking at her like, okay, come on, dog. And grabs her and she just is still like fighting. And she gets him in the eye. Yeah. And that, and that was such a major scene to me, too, because it was like... A David and Goliath moment. David and Goliath moment. And then she went out on top. Because even when earlier on, when they were getting ready to fight, they were like, do you want to go downstairs to the crib? And she was like, no. I'm up here fighting. And she was telling him, like, I'm staying up here and I'm going to fight. And she really made a difference on He's the like, battlefield. I'm not going to sit down by the fire while people die for me. Exactly. And that, you know, it was just, and then even when he was squeezing her and then she stabbed him and she fell and they just focused on her, just was another focal point of just like, wow, you know, people just standing up, you, just, just the desperation. Uh-huh. And to, to be that brave. Yeah. And to see something that's just way taller than you and just, it just kind of shows that sometimes when you're in your darkest moments, your most desperate moments, that the, the will to survive, the will to fight is always there in people. Yeah. It just was crazy. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was I mean, beautiful. I mean, a beautiful death. I mean, like you say, here we a go. <laughs> a beautiful, a beautiful Another death. Another beautiful death. Okay, so let's talk about <laughs> the Night King punking out, Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. That that part, I almost threw my phone at the damn TV, <laughs> and I would have done it, but the only thing I thought about was this shit. This TV is expensive. And oh I, my god. <laughs> But so they fight in on the dragons. He falls off, and um, they try to burn him alive. He he does the 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 dragon doesn't the dragon flame so don't kill him. So that lets me know him. that he's a Targaryen probably. Yeah, so he survives, and John is going going after. Him. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh like, come shit! On. And this reminded me so much of the Battle of the Bastards. It's like Jon Snow like literally knows nothing and remembers nothing because. He don't. He he always is putting himself in situations where it's just him against hundreds. Cause and he's just not thinking about what's going on around him. All he sees is the Night King. All he sees is you know Theon, not Theon, um, Rickon Stark running across. I the love field. it. I love it. You know what that was saying? I don't have a plan B because it distracts from my plan A. Oh I love it. I love it. Oh my god. This so he so he goes after him. And I'm like, it's about to go down in a damn Night King. He said, uh. Turns around <laughs> and calls up all the dead. All the homeboys. I said, you old bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> calls up all the dead and then just walks off and leaves John to fight. Because all these whites. I was just like, it's going down. I just was shocked because they they make him to be so gay. I, I guess when they make him so gay because it's like. He doesn't, he's expressionless. He doesn't say much. He's all about that action. You know, every time you see the, the him, he's about the action. He killed he's the old, calm um, and collected. yeah, he killed the old, um, three-eyed raven. the old three-eyed raven. Boom. Didn't say nothing. Boom. Went on about his business. Went, went on about it. Not killed the dragon. You know what I'm saying? Didn't say nothing. Look, aimed at him, threw the spear, killed the dragon. So I'm like, okay, this man is about that life. He's about action. And I said, man, this dude ran off. And just left, you know, and I just couldn't believe it. I mean, I was expecting him to do a little something, something. He didn't do anything. He just was like, he was just super overconfident. Yeah. To I me. Mean, just super overconfident and just walked off. And I was just like, man, I, I, I felt a little, you know, I felt a little shortchanged. 
on, on that element about, and you know, may, maybe we won't get into too much of it, but I felt a little short change when he ran off and um, didn't fight John. You know, I, mm-hmm. I felt a little short change. I'll just be honest about but I it. I guess it wasn't about John, was it? Not, not at this particular moment. <laughs> Speaking of the Night King actually dying, I know that you said you didn't expect the Night King to die this early, but I expected him to die in this episode. I just didn't know how it was going to go down. I, I can't believe that you would think that he would die because when they killed him, I'm sitting, the first thing that came to my mind is how are we going to drag out three more episodes when the damn Night King is dead? And I, I, I didn't see him dying because... They got a whole nother war to fight. That's and true. And then you got to remember, their forces are depleted. Yeah. They ain't got nobody to fight. Shit, they still got the two dragons. I mean, but, well, yeah. But I, I just, I wouldn't have guessed him to die. You know what I'm saying? And then to me, he died kind of simply. Um, and just, just even, I, I should say even beyond him just dying and punking out, even the fact that the other, I don't, what were the other guys, the other leaders that are like him? I don't even know what their names they're are. They're just whites. I mean, but they're, they look like him. They're like kind of. I can't of, remember what they're called. But, but whatever. They didn't get used. Like they, all you do is ever, you always see them just walking next to him. Like it's almost like a rapper who has an entourage. They, they just cling it along. They don't rap themselves. They don't sing themselves. They don't do nothing but just walk around and look like goons. And and at least sometimes, at least your goons get busy. They did nothing the whole movie. So I was like, not only did he get killed, and I didn't get a chance to see him get his his squab on, but then even his boys, they ain't get down. I mean, but I didn't really mind that too much because I remember the Battle of Heart Home and I've seen them get down and they do get down. But I just was thinking to myself, I couldn't under, I couldn't, I couldn't think how were they were gonna end it because I knew this was going to be the end. There was a little part of me saying that they weren't going to win this war and they would have to like retreat to Pike or something like that. Mm. But I just was wondering like who are they like John? I kept thinking to myself Jon Snow's getting ready to get there and he might not survive. Mm. He might not survive. And so just to see that so let's let's get to the, the, the main the coup de gras. Of all this. I mean, you want to talk about full circle moments? Mm-hmm. This is some full circle stuff. When Matt Lissandra says, what do you say to the uh, the god of death? And Arya says, not today. Mm. And she goes out. I mean, it's just so many full circles going around here. When Melis- she first meets Melisandre, she says, you'll close many eyes. Mm. Brown ones, green ones, Blues. and blue ones. Mm-hmm. And that let, and I think that let Arya know, okay, this is what I'm, this is what I'm here for. I gotta go protect my, my mm-hmm. brother. Mm-hmm. And, she, and, and the dagger, the whole thing with the dagger of, Bran, when they first reunite in season seven at the end, Bran gives her that dagger mm-hmm. that Littlefinger tried to have used to kill Bran, mm-hmm. and he gave it to her, and he must have known right there under that werewolf tree when he gave it to her that this is this is why he was giving it to mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it, that that was another amazing scene of how how well they do with the foreshadowing, and then just like even with Game of Thrones, it's like. I've never, it's like I told obvious. you, yeah, I, I never watch shows like this because I'm so busy and I don't like to get emotionally invested, but it's it's like Game of Thrones is almost like being in school 
and how they tell you just because we learned something in the beginning of the school year, that don't mean you can forget it because yeah. we got the end of the course test at the end of the school year. It always comes And back. You're, you're expected to still remember what we learned in August all the way in May. And that's kind of how like Game of Thrones is to me because it's like they'll say certain <laughs> things mm-hmm. and then it's like, damn it. They said that in the third one. You know, when she, even when, uh, what's, what's her older sister that was down in the crypt when she gave Sansa. her the, gave her the, uh, the, the weapon and she said, I don't know how to use a weapon. She, she said, well, just stick her with the pointy, pointy end. end. That's what you John know? said. Yeah. And it just was like, order. they just keep bringing it, bringing things back subtly and they'll remind you. So I always, I think that that's so cool how they do that. And low key, if you hear me Game of Thrones. I would love to be a part. It's too late now. But I would love to be a part of something. You know, I, I just love I, I just love the creative process. You know, as somebody who creates content ourselves, I just I respect people's ability to like to see things before they're done. Like the just imagine Yeah. You know, you you're putting this together and you're having to envision where you're taking this thing, even though you're in the moment of Eight now. Years- yeah, it's crazy, man. So and, I, and that's a lot of characters to try to plan out years in advance and crazy. then have it still connect to other... You know, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a it's lot. It's crazy. Woo, so Arya kills the Night King. We all Did, the way up there now? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Damn. Arya kills the Night King. Did you expect it? Nah, and, and you want to know what was funny? I didn't expect it. But then, as I started to watch other people's videos where they were talking about it, I should have expected it because when she told her, you killed the blues, and then she ran off, where the hell was she going to run to? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but fight. it's like, but game they did such a good job of distracting you because they had John almost getting burned by the, the dragon because he's running around, about to get burned. Mm-hmm. running. So they distract you and have you forget that she's still somewhere getting yeah. ready to do something. And no, nah, I didn't expect it. Like I said, I didn't expect the Dragon King to get killed that that quickly because he's rolling over there with his entourage and he's standing over there by himself next to Bran. And then she just comes out of nowhere. I mean, but all the Iron... He thinks all the Ironborn are dead. Like, it's just him, Theon, yeah. and Bran. And basically. then where the, you know, the... You know, where's the king's... Um, I keep saying that. I keep, what is his the name? The Night King. The Night King's... Why are his boys not right there? They were. They were behind him. But how did she, Arya, get that close and just sneak up on She is a faceless man. Here you go. <laughs> you remember in the second Bullshit. episode... You remember the second... Was it the second or first episode? First episode of season where, Yeah, where um, she sees John for the first time in years. Mm. And he was like, how did you sneak up on me like that? This girl had like five years of training in Bravos to be a faceless assassin. She was blind half the time. You don't think that girl can sneak up on you? And plus, she didn't really sneak up on him because remember, he turned around and got her. Yeah, but but you know, even still, I just I just was like, they they made him so vulnerable in that moment. It was just like I was just accustomed to seeing him in such a, a area of strength mm. that, and then all of a sudden she runs up on him. And she does that that well, maneuver that she used yeah. on uh, what was the tall lady's name? Oh, Brienne. Yeah, the same move that when they were practicing. What that's another thing that they do, mm-hmm. referencing things from other episodes that if you didn't catch it, you wouldn't have known. You know, right. she grabbed her arm and she dropped it for other her arm and went for the kill. Yeah, and stabbed him in the same place where you the, gotta be a bad bitch to be that ambidextrous where you can fight and do stuff with both hands. 
Man, she's sexy too. Like I don't know how they made her sexy. You, like I ain't trying to be funny. It's like something about her. Like I look at her different when she said, "Look, give me the D." Okay. She's like, "I don't want to die without the D." She is twenty two in the show at that point. Right, people. Hey, yeah, yeah. I was just like, my God. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was outstanding. Um, the 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 season. I, the, I mean, that show was just amazing to me. And uh, that that scene where she killed him was amazing. I think it threw everybody for a loop, and they just completed she did it. Um, and then are we gonna hit it with the bonus or not? The bonus. Mm. What you got for the bonus? Hey man, I'm about to hurt some feelings with this bonus. We was going back and forth. Should we make this the one or should we make it the bonus? But we love y'all so much. We said we are gonna give y'all the bonus round. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the bonus to me was this episode three. Was better, better than, than Endgame. Endgame. I think it was better than Endgame. Way better. I think it was. And, you know, Endgame was good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, by now, you should have seen Endgame, so I don't give a damn if you're mad at me about Spoiler talking about alert. it. Yeah, Spoiler I don't give alert. a damn. Um, but it, it, to me, this, this third movie, I mean, I'm sorry, this third episode of Game of Thrones for season eight was just amazing of how they just draw drew you in. And it was so many, even though it was just a one big ass fight, basically the whole thing, they did an amazing job of keeping you so fascinated and interested by just going between the different things, running around in the crypt, fighting over here, the Dothraki, the dragons. It was just the amazing. waking up in the crypt. Yeah. Killing all those people. Yeah. I mean, this, this thing was like amazing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just, just absolutely amazing. And, um. I love it. I can't wait to the the fourth one, man. Like I tell you, I've never been like this before over a TV show. I told you. It kind of got me pissed off. I told you. Here's you. Now go. you wish you would have. Uh, <laughs> here you go. No, I, I'm glad I did what I did because I, my feelings would have been even more hurt had I been a fan and had to wait two years for the season. Oh to yeah, start. that was hurt. That hurt. That hurt. <laughs> so that I'm hurt. winning actually. Yeah, it was better than. Only gripe though is it was an. an there weren't enough deaths. You think so? Yeah, it w- I was I was really sad when Jura died. I I I knew he was going to die. I had a feeling that all You remember the second episode when they were in the hall drinking wine and Tyrion says, "I think we'll all survive." Mm-hmm. Everybody in that room survived that episode, the mm-hmm. Battle of Winterfell. Everybody mm-hmm. in there. I guess that was another foreshadowing. But, you know, now I'm thinking about, like, what other foreshadowing did they do? I got to go back and look. I got to go back and look. But I'm still, they're so clever. I'm probably not even going to catch it. <clears throat> all right. So to wrap this thing up, all we can do is guess at this point. But what do you think is going to happen next? What, what, do you, what do you think we're going to see? I thought I knew what it was going to happen. I don't even know. Is Cersei still pregnant? Is she faking? I don't know. I know. Is Theon, like, really feeling her like that? Is he going to try to take over the... Is is Braun gonna kill Jamie and Tyrion? Mm-hmm. Is he gonna do it? Like, or I mean, like, what's gonna happen to Brienne? I mean, I I just where the hell is Gendry? Mm-hmm. I mean, what is? I mean, going- there's a lot of questions. Like, I, this is what I kind of think. Their forces are wiped out. What are they gonna do? How are they gonna fight the Golden Company? I'm, I'm gonna tell you how. I, I'm gonna give you a little quick thing. Like, if I was. And I, I should be a damn military strategist. Check, check out my strategy. If it was me, I would wait till it was at night and I would fly them goddamn dragons over there and burn everything down. 
Now they 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 are defenses. Even they can't with the people in the city. Patrick? It don't matter. It's called warfare. You know oh what I'm God. saying? I mean, but that's how it happens all the time. When you siege in the city, what do you do? You surround yeah. the city and you starve them out. People hungry, thirsty. You throw large stones with catapults in there, breaking stuff. But I mean that if you're trying to win, if we win in at all costs, that's all you gotta do is go over there at night with them dragons. I don't think they're gonna be able to get into King's Landing. With them dragons, you fly them dragons over there and burn mm-hmm. everything down. Mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling I, I ha- it's going to be some Trojan horse t- type of shit that has to happen. I don't think they're going to be able to get in the city. This is the thing. You got them dragons. You fly the dragons over there and you burn everything at night. Those dragons, and then the thing about it is they have the harpoon weapons that can kill them. But if they're flying them around at night, they can't see a thing. And literally, the dragons can just take an hour and just fly around and burn. But I mean, that would Great. they wouldn't another, do that. Another battle, we're not going to be. Yeah, really but able to but see. they wouldn't <laughs> do that. But I think I think this is what it, for some reason, I keep having a feeling that the dragon queen is going to try to do something to John, because even even when John told her, she had this look on her face. And to me, it's almost like I'm not about if I think that if John tries to really take the throne, I think that she'll try to kill him. I don't think he wants it. I don't don't think think he wants it either. So I think that if John is cool with being the second guy in line, I think he's okay. But I think if John wants it, I don't think she would give it up. I think other people want it for him. That's what the problem is going to be. But I think that somebody, I think that she's going to, I think Arya might kill the Dragon Queen or something. Because I think she's going to try to get John. And then I think that Arya is gonna is gonna get her. I don't know, man. That 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 would be. It's just a guess, cause I just I just feel like now, the the only way they stretch this out is if now there's got to be some beef or something going on. It's on it's, it's got to come. It's got to come because we've got well, how many more episodes? Three. Yeah. Or even when they do go to fight, and now you got what's the midget's name? Tyrion. Now we got Tyrion and then even her brother Jamie. Now they're going to be watching them assassinate their people. Because if you remember um, Tyrion when they were, when the Dothraki initially were fighting and they were slaughtering his people, he had a look of like sadness. Yeah. You know, so I'm wondering how was that going to look when Jamie's over there about to kill his sister knowing that she's pregnant with his child. Like I just I just feel like there's gonna be some things there, that there's pop gonna up. be a lot of I don't know, probably like some betrayals going on. Yeah, I think so. I think the reason why Tyrion was looking like that is because Tyrion all throughout the whole show, he cares about people. You know, like he doesn't wanna see there I mean there are all the houses are pretty much wiped out. Yeah. All of them. The doggone um all of the houses are wiped out. The Boltons are gone. The uh, Baratheons are gone. Sans Gendry. I mean, the the Martells are gone. The, I mean, they're all gone. There's literally only the Starks and the Lannisters. Yeah. In it's crazy. Tar- Targaryen. I mean, we go. We gonna see, man. And the only thing we can do is kind of sit down and wait. And like I said, th- this has been an amazing experience for me because I don't do stuff like this. I mean, there are times that I watch Game of Thrones like I'm on, even though I've seen the episode because it's just, I've never been that it's way about engaging. a show. Yeah, I've never been that way about something. So, I mean, we're, we're excited. Uh, what are we thinking about doing for the next podcast? We are... What was it? Was it our top five gripes or something? What, what we're going to do our top 
our top gripes. Our what top do, gripes. What do we have? What will we take issue with? We, we, we got some questions. Yeah. Uh, there's some things that I'm hot about and we, we got to talk about, but we getting ready to wrap this podcast up, man. I'm glad y'all decided to join us as we get our chop it up on. Um, if you like what you heard, go ahead and subscribe. Show, show us some love. And then also check us out on Facebook, on YouTube, and also on Instagram at Shh, Mom and Dad are Talking. And we'll put a link up in the thing and you guys can check it out. As always, peace. Yo, what happened to peace? Peace.